Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a <laughs> membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Hello to the crazy cool nation. (laughs) Maybe the crazy cool world. The crazy cool universe. People. People. Are you people out there? Welcome to the crazy. All my people. Welcome to the crazy cool family podcast. And we are, this is such a great podcast. You know why? Because we are celebrating 30 years of marriage this month. That is a long time. That is three decades. We have been married for three decades. So We have, we have both been married longer than we've not been yes, married to I, each other. Yes, and I know you so well that I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. I got married at, what, 23? 23. I was yeah. 27. Yeah, so we've surpassed it. She was such a younger woman. <laughs> but now we've been married third. We're I needed a on. really mature man because I was bossy. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that wouldn't, I wouldn't run all over. <laughs> so we're going to share with you. And, and also, uh, earlier this year, we did a marriage month where we went in through. In March. In March. We marched <laughs> the, through marriage. Marriage in, March, yeah. Yes. But uh, so you want to go back, if you want to do some things on marriage, go back and listen to those podcasts. And um, we'll tell you about more resources later. But. Uh, today, we just want to share with you a couple of major points that we would say that we have learned or have um, are learning in our 30 years of marriage. And so I want to back up just a little bit and talk about our house um, and that marriage line. That's what we're talking about. A lot of the times we pay attention to the parent to kid line. A lot of the times that's where we focus our podcasts and, and our teachings. And But um, that this is the line that we're working on right now. We thought it would be a perfect time to work on that because we are in the middle of a, a month of celebrating our 30 years. We're going to do something fabulous 
We just don't know what it is we yet. We have no <laughs> idea what we're going to do. No, I have, we have an idea. We just haven't made plans yet. Oh, well, you have an idea. <laughs> I know. We've been talking about it for a long time. Yeah, there's one of these communication issues. <laughs> we're working I'll, I'll say, we're, well, I want to go to a spa. Maybe oh, that's true. We've been, trying, we've been we tried to do that. Also, Since 25 yeah. years. Well, and also for your 50th birthday. Uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's an old one. Okay, I got it. Um, oh, you thought there was something new? Yes, exactly. Um, and so we're excited to share with you about marriage because we do believe that marriage is the after your relationship with God the marriage relationship is another one that is one of the most important ones because that's a, a strong one to build off of when everything's good with us then it kind of flows down to oh, the yeah. relationships with our kids and so yeah. that's why we want to well talk about it it is marriage is a it can be sometimes a tough relationship because of the differences. Oh my goodness, yes. I, I mean, we, and I would say it was our hardest, wouldn't you? Like the marriage, the relationship between us, me and God's good. Yeah. The relationship with me and my kids are all good. The relationships with my kids are good with each other. My relationship with God, the, my kids to God are all good. But this one was the one that was. I mean, and it wasn't impossible. It was just a little more difficult because of our differences. Yeah, and I think you know when you have it, there's a difference. In the you are attracted to your spouse and and you love them. There's just a different love with your kids, an acceptance, a different acceptance level almost. And, and we're in a response. We are responsible. And, and honestly, our spouses don't obey. Well, and we, <laughs> we also don't expect things. I think that we don't expect things out of our kids right, that we right. do our spouse. And so, right. therefore, those differences get. Uh, heightened, yeah. and, you, and it becomes a you're not taking care of me. Well, and even you an don't expect, care yeah, about yeah. me. All those things that we don't we don't necessarily put on our two year old. Right. Now we might. Good luck our, with that. <laughs> now we might put on our teenager, but then they we get into that as they get older. But but the marriage is just different. The, the marriage relationship is different than the parent to kid relationship, and so we have to treat it as different and learn how to. And for for example. In our parent to kid, we will talk about what we're going to talk about today of celebrating and embracing differences. Right. But it's different in how we apply it in the parent to kid relationship than we do in the marriage. So let's talk, you know, we took this. We're, took this course. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I was going to say that with our kids, it's an automatic investment. You can't, you have to invest in them because you have to take care of all their needs. But with your marriage, it, sometimes it can be put on the back burner and you don't mm-hmm. have to take care of it because you're an adult and I'm an adult and you can take care of yourself and I can take care of myself. And so sometimes we looked up and realized that we hadn't invested much in that marriage relationship. Well, we, I think that, you know, and I think this was what this, what, about what this um, survey we were going to we're going to talk about highlighted but Suzanne and I are both very different as this as this deal tells us and is also we um we're also very independent and so (laughs) therefore we are you know we were in with seven kids we're independent and different what does that equate to equates to Hey, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Yeah. We will. We. I'll go take care of this kid. You two will take care of that kid. And if we're not, and, and we did a pretty good job, I think, of of trying to pursue each other and doing things that that. But yet, still, there can be distance because we, you know, we've learned some things, especially in the last several years, that have really helped us to pursue each other. But you know, starting out with, we just we found that we're pretty different people, huh? 
Yeah. And so what we did is um, we looked up as the as kids started leaving the house and we started realizing, oh, we've got more time to pay attention to each other. And you're there and I'm here, which I hear happens all the time with older marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started investing in our marriage at a whole new level. To, to Dawn's idea, we got a marriage coach, which has really helped us. And then we actually took a class in the spring called Speaking Human. And um, through that class, we were um, introduced to a values in action survey and it's like it's like a, a, a character strength survey type thing and we'll have that link for you in the show notes highly recommend that you take a minute and do it it's got 20 I think it's got 26 I don't know how many questions it's got but what happens is it spits out this form for you and it tells you all the things that you value all the things that in help order. build your character yeah and how you answer them puts how the, the rates the order of the most important important thing like both Don and I's number one is spirituality we both believe in the higher purpose and a higher meaning of the universe we believe in God and I think that that's actually one of the things that attracted us to each other and from yeah. the moment we started dating we went to church together and then God led us to even build a church together um, and so that was that's really good that that's both of our number ones and interestingly enough though we've pursued God in different ways you know that we've We've pursued, you know, that Suzanne pursues God much more relationally. I pursue God much more intellectually. Uh, I like to read and consume things. Uh, I like to study it. And she's more, she gets it from not only reading and studying, but also from others and from Well, and from God himself. Yeah, from- but is it, it was so funny. No, it just makes me laugh and think about in our early days, we actually resented that about each other. Like he thought I was dumb and unintelligent when it came to the Bible. I didn't think you were dumb. <laughs> I don't know. You want to use the right word. You want to use well, the word that you. Are, I just, I just, I, it's simpler to say dumb I, and unintelligent. Yes, it is funnier too. <laughs> but I, I just I think that I think that um, you know uh, I um, thought that I needed to help her. You know that, that I let, let me. Enlighten. You need to learn the Bible, girl. <laughs> let me let me enlighten you with all you know, with all my knowledge. Well, and actually, the scripture says that knowledge puffs up, and so I later learned that it was more of a a pride thing. And you know, and so often knowledge knowledge is great, and we need to learn our Bibles. But so often knowledge leads to wanting to be uh, over people, or leads to what we found too is that knowledge can lead to judgment. And so we, you know, we learned a lot through that about how um, how to pursue God differently. But spiritually, well, and, and so for me, oh, sorry. Well, I was just going to say that in in both of us, you know, so often we can get mad about those things, or we can do it. What we learned was is that each of us had our own spiritual path, right? And when, but you know, and so I learned to appreciate Suzanne's spiritual path. She learned to appreciate my spiritual path, and therefore those spiritual paths started to grow together because we could we didn't talk about them with judgment, right? You know, because she could do. You know, she says how how I thought she was dumb, quote unquote. I would say the same thing is that sometimes she thought I was dumb relationally. Well, so oh yeah, would, no, I thought that you've got the the um, weakest relationship with God. You know, like yeah. you've got it's just it's it's just all about Scripture. It's all about His Word. That's it. it there's no there's no give and take. There's no pray, there's no there's no life to your relationship. So yeah, I was just just as judgmental on the other side when it came to relationship. And I 100% agree that when we started valuing each other and He started 
learning from me. Oh, this is how you relate to God. And I started saying, okay, where's the scripture and what's this? I mean, he had the whole book of Romans memorized. Not the whole book of Romans. The whole book, guys. I mean, every word and didn't miss a word. It was like four chapters, but yes, but not the whole book. And Romans is impossible. I get all tongue-tied with Paul. I can't even begin to do him. Yeah, we did. And so he, so once I, it's almost like the thing, the very thing that I resented about him, I elevated and said, no, that is valuable. That is a compliment to me. That takes my relationship to the next level. Well, like, for example, so my number two is love of learning and leadership, because that's what I gravitate to is learning and leadership. You know, her number two, she just turned it over. Well, no, okay, but I wanted to just sh- say where my my love of learning is just to just to go hand in hand with that to show you how f- my love of learning is number 20. And so his second most valuable thing in his life is love of learning. And there's 24 of these. And so my love of learning is close to the very end. And so when we... Maybe she is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Just kidding. It's because... I love that. Because I elevate relationships so much that relationships is much more important than learning things and knowing things. Like, I don't know all the presidents in the years that they served, and I don't know... And, like, your number three is social No, no, you can't skip my number two, though. Well, no, but I'm talking about the relationships. Oh, yeah, that's true. And so my social intelligence is... I'm dumb. (laughs) It's 21. It's 21, exactly. I'm a, like a relational, like a relationally challenged That's person. That's what he says all the time. I'm relationally challenged. I'm, I'm, okay, but guys, so the reason that I want you to do this is because of my number two. I, I learned this about myself. At 53 years old, I learned that I appreciated value, appreciated um, beauty and excellence. And I've known that my whole life. I've known that I appreciate that and I value that. But I didn't realize how much it drives me. And that's number 24 for me. <laughs> and that's the last one. He doesn't appreciate it at all. And so here's what that man, this is what this looks like, guys, in this differences and embracing that and knowing that. I want the, I want the front flower beds to look beautiful and amazing. I want that. I want all the weeds to be gone. I want it to be mulched. I want the flower. I want the, the crepe myrtles to be trimmed. And when I drive up to the house, every time I drive up to the house, which could be six times in one day, depending on who I picked up, I see that and that beauty just floods over me and it blesses me. And Don drives up to the house and doesn't see it, doesn't even see me sitting on the front porch or working in the yard. He doesn't, he just doesn't see it. And I would be so mad at him. Because he didn't see it. And I would say you would be frustrated with me because I would get my... my uh, okay, don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would get... I, I, would, I would get upset. Just, just say it. You would get upset. I would get upset and annoyed because he didn't appreciate it. Like he, but, on the, but on the flip side of it, and early on God did this for me, it showed me that on the flip side of it, he doesn't bother him that the sink is full of dishes. That really bothers me that it doesn't bother him. But the fact that it doesn't bother him means that he doesn't come in. Why aren't the dishes done? Why is the house a mess? He just didn't see it. And so it really was a blessing that he didn't see it. That when I learned how important it was to me, then I could start articulating it to him. And he... He loves me and he wants to serve me and he wants to take care of me. And so he came out just this weekend and said, how can I help you in the yard? Can I trim the bushes? Can I do the mulch? Can I mow the front yard? What can I do to help you? Because now we're communicating because that's valuable. Well, and we took this a couple of years ago. Maybe my love of beauty might go up to like... No, we didn't take it a couple of years ago, just a couple of months ago. 
This literally was the spring, babe. No, oh, it wasn't. It wasn't the spring. Well, no, that, look at it. It's three fifteen twenty twenty one. Oh, you have me. No, that, <laughs> no but it's the, there's the fact. Uh, yeah. So several months ago. How about that? Yes, definitely. So, but. Maybe. And it might grow up. Yes, and I love that that you said that. And I do want to take it again. I do want to because I do think that now that you realize that it's important to me, I think it will become more important to you as well. And the thing for me, which really switched for him, is his is, is leadership. What, what number is your leadership? Three. Two. Oh, yeah. Something like is that. It, what I'm is getting it? back to it. It's three. Yeah, his number three is leadership. My number 18 is leadership. I mean, it just says so much. Like, I would be so frustrated with him but for, for leading. And, and anytime he would set out to do something with the, with the family, even, our early morning Bible studies, or when we led, led the Crazy Cool family team, I was over there trying to put in my relationship. Well, ask him how they're doing, how this, how's that. And, and he just wants to lead the group and get something done. And so now that I realize, oh, that's what he's doing, and that's a good thing. Leadership is to get things done, to maintain things, to relate within a group, to organize the activities, to see things happen. Well, well for example, like leadership and teamwork are my three and four. They are her uh, 18 and 23. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm trying to lead a team or, or lead <laughs> us as a family, and and she can't figure out why that frustrates her so much. Right. Because it's, she doesn't value it. And so that's what we talk about. So we're kind of, we're all over yeah, the we're, place. Yeah. <laughs> we're so all over the place with this podcast. But well, I think, we're just showing them that this is, this is yeah. it, you guys. This, go take this and learn about each other now before your 30 years of marriage so that you can communicate and know each other's values and, and recognize them and serve them and, and know, oh, uh, you want to lead that I want to follow because you're good at leading. But, and I, I think, think that, that, and I think that, let me kind of wrap up this section with by just saying um, when we start to really celebrate and embrace and appreciate those differences and yeah. appreciate the value, then you can start to work together more and you start to see the value in it rather than so often differences become issues. And instead, God wants to, why did God create us different? Why do we marry a different person? Because we're, we yes. get to eat, why is, It's a compliment. Yeah. And so if, when, you, when you become aware of them, and that's what I think was our biggest thing is we weren't aware of them. And so they became conflict points. And so we just want to encourage you to be aware of them. Be aware of what you value. Be aware of what's important to you mm-hmm. so that your spouse can, you guys can work together on it. And okay. so then it's like, what do you do with that? Okay, so we recognize that we're different. How do we communicate? <laughs> we scream at each other <laughs> yeah. and say, we're different. <laughs> yeah. How do we, com- so it really, you know, um, our marriage coach actually says that, you know, it's all about communication. It, yeah. it really is. Marriage is all about, relationship is all about communication. That when you communicate well, then, rela- and, and there's a lot with that, trust and all the things, but really, so how do you, you recognize those differences, but then you have to communicate about it. And so that's one of the things that we have learned a lot about is, is really, I would say, even in the last few years, um, as, we've, as we go back to what she was talking about at first, where we kind of recognized some things and started to elevate our relationship, you know, got through with some of the seven kids yeah, and they were in yeah. college and things. But we would call ourselves having a new level of communication, and we would love it. We would love, 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 love it if you guys didn't have to wait till year 25 
to get to where we are, that we could give you some yeah. things now that you could go through. That's really what our whole ministry is about, is giving you things now that doesn't take you 25 years or 20 years, that you can do it at year five, and you can, uh, as, as our kids are doing. Yes, now they exactly. are They are doing some of these things right now, and it's super helping their marriages, such as just being a good listener. Yeah. I mean, just being the... We talk about this with our parent, with our parenting, that it's great to listen to your kids. And it's one of our core uh, issues, uh, core pillars of culture. But my goodness, if you can learn to listen to your spouse, ah, it, it, it is game changer. And so a key to that is stop what you're doing. And that's where I think it took us a long time. If Don would come in from work, I was running around the house like a crazy person, cleaning up, doing this, fixing dinner, you know, going to bed, whatever it is. And I just would go, 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 go. And I wouldn't stop what I was doing. And so you felt not listened to. Well, yeah. And you did too. I mean, it was, it was a mutual, we were both running and you know, I want, or, you know, like um, going back to the deal, I, I would try to lead by being functional and Suzanne relationally would, would feel rejected yeah, and would feel like I wasn't listening to her. And I feel like she's not listening to me because I just want to get something done. And it's all about, you know, we're on a tangent. I feel like she's not following so many different things, but when we learn to listen to each other and uh, again, celebrate those differences and let each other be who they are, then we started to communicate better. Yeah, and one of the things that we started doing in that communication is instead of giving advice, like listening to find out where we can help, because I'm a helper. And so listen, listen, listen. Oh, I can help there. I need to interrupt there, and I need to say what I can do there. Or a fixer. A lot of times the guy's a fixer, and he wants to come in and fix the female's problems. But reality is a lot of the times we don't really want our problems fixed. We just want to whine about them, yeah, <laughs> you right. know? And we maybe want you to say, oh, babe, yeah. I'm so sorry. And, you know, but we sure don't want you to come in and well, I'll call that lady right now and tell her, you know. Well, or we want to come to, it's so much better when we come to our own conclusions, which about our issues rather than be told how to change. You know, it almost makes it sound condescending if she says something to me. And it does this in a group. I mean, even when I'm leading small groups with, with a bunch of men, I'll say, okay, guys, when one guy says something and everybody solves their problem for yeah. him, what does it make that guy feel like? It makes it feel like everybody else has the answers and I don't. And when you're a spouse and you always have the answers for your spouse, oh, well, honey, all you have to do is this. I mean, I don't know how many times in the first 20 years of marriage I would say something like, honey, all you have to do <laughs> is this. Okay, what is that saying? It's saying that you should have figured this out. It's easy and you've made it hard. And <laughs> all good. it does is speak death, yeah. you know, to your spouse. Well, and the whole the whole thing is wanting to connect, just want to relate. I want to let you in on my life and what my thought processes are, but you're going to dismiss them and think, you know, and so the best way to usurp that it giving advice mm -hmm. is to ask questions, to not come in with statements, not come in with, I'm going to fix it, but with just with questions more, just come in with curious. Like, I want to know about that. I want to know, yeah. help me, help me understand what you're, how did you feel about that? What did you think about that? Yeah. The question probably shouldn't be like, you know, 
Why'd you do that? (laughs) (laughs) But it could be. Or you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) So you could say, why did you do that, though? Like, why did you do it like that? You know, not just the the tone of voice is so powerful. Absolutely. Because they're... just pay attention to that tone because your words are important, but your tone is what um, tells if you're listening or not, if you're receptive. Are you really curious? Yeah. You know, are you really curious about what they think and feel? you just want them to quit talking? Yeah. (laughs) You want to just solve the problem. And so often we cut people off because we already know the answer. And, uh, or we think the, we know the answer. Yeah. They, our coaches give us the word assume aside. So we mm-hmm. assume that we assume that you know, and we have done that so much to each other. And so now we just say, well, actually, I was meaning this. And we're like, oh, yeah. and we've done that enough times now <laughs> that we actually don't assume as often as we do. I mean, it's a habit. And so we still do it sometimes. But most of the time, it's we actually <laughs> ask the questions until we get their answer, not what we thought was their answer. Sometimes I'll tell Suzanne, you can put that feeling on me but this is my real feeling <laughs> exactly <laughs> you, you can say if, i if feel you, that if, way but if, this you, is. if you want to believe i feel that way you go right ahead but really <laughs> this is how i feel <laughs> um you know um just and when we um you know that that is a lot of it too is when you speak of um you know this is the way this makes me feel um, you know, this is the, when you're coming at it with statements of instead of you did this to me or whatever, you know, oh, well, when you do this, I feel this way. And, you know, those type statements are just trying to be less threatening. Yeah, I statements is what I call them. I can say how I feel. I feel sad about that. But if I say you make me feel sad about that, that's an untrue statement. He can't make me feel anyway. I choose how I feel. It doesn't matter what his actions are. I choose how I feel. And that was one of our breakthroughs too, is to say I statements, because like you said, they're not as, they don't put the other person on the defensive. Well, and, um, and husbands, I I say this a lot, but um, if you'll become a student of your wife instead of her critic, you'll be amazed what you learn about life and family and everything else. When you just start to, when you start to study your wife. I don't remember what year of our marriage it flipped that where I I started to, and I don't remember how I learned it, but just somebody somewhere I just said, I need to study my wife. I need to appreciate my wife. I need to um, celebrate who she is. And it really did just flip our marriage. Um, You know, it was in the, it was in the second decade sometime. I mean, it, our first, you know, ten years were a blur. It seemed survival. Like. Yes, because we had we had lots <laughs> of all babies. those babies. Yeah. And uh, but and but the second decade is when we started to kind of see more of it, and then the third decade, it's even been better. Um, yeah. So let's wrap up a little bit just with resources for you. I mean, so we like we said at some point in the podcast, we would love, love, love for you to just be going deep in your marriage yeah. today at year three, at year five, at year seven, at year 12, making your marriage a priority and learning how to celebrate the differences, learn how to embrace them, learn how to communicate. And um, one of the things we have is in our, so you may have heard of our membership site called Basecamp. Well, Basecamp is, if you want to be a crazy cool parent, you can listen to our podcast, you can listen, you can go follow us on Facebook, you can do whatever you want, you can read a book. But if you really want to be a crazy cool parent, you go to base camp. 
And because Basecamp is our membership site. Well, and it's not just limited to a crazy cool parent. It's if you want to have a crazy cool family. Because there's courses in there about your kids getting along with each other. Courses about your kids connecting with God. But what we're talking about right now is marriage. And so there's actually a whole course on marriage. And inside that, the course three within the marriage course in Basecamp talks about learning to speak each other's languages and recognizing our spouse's unique qualities. And so we encourage you to yeah, each one of those courses have a series of short videos. Yeah. They're 10 to 20 minutes long. They're easy to listen to. Uh, they And that marriage um, course is really good. Uh, we just created it just a little while ago, and so it's fresh, and it's really Three good. years ago, like when we did this yeah, survey. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never really hear the end of that. And then, um, and then also, uh, there's also just a course in there on, um, on listening. We call it uh, Safe Haven. Because even about listening itself, there's a great course on just how to be a better listener. It's it's focused both on kids and marriage, right. but but it is a great course just on listening because that can be a great way to start open up communication. Um, we also have our, our podcast we've done, like we mentioned, the Marriage March. Those are podcast number 106 through 109. Yeah, I think we had our newlyweds do it, Macy and Jerry. Actually, we had my mom and dad. Yeah, in one so of we them, had 60 70. Years. Yeah, they're, they're 60, 67 years, years of marriage. marriage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's just so. But as we wrap up, I want to give you a homework assignment, and I want you to do something to invest in your marriage. Um, have a date night, pray together. I mean, sex is always a great thing to oh, yeah. do to invest in oh, your yeah. marriage, right? Yeah. Um, that's one of the. That is actually one of the courses in the marriage course. Talk, we talk about that a little bit. Um, but take the survey. I, I want you to go back, and once again, it's in the show notes, um, uh, via character.org. I don't I All mean, the backslashes. Yeah, all the backslashes, <clears throat> so you'll just need to go find that. But do that so that you can be equipped to know the differences so that you can start celebrating those instead of fighting against them. And if you want to uh, give us suggestions on our 30-year anniversary trip <laughs> then you can you can email those oh so to, the weekend spa where we drink we chia do, well, juice and they, have hot stone maybe <laughs> they have a great place for a spa oh yeah that's true yeah, you so got it you may have a great spot for us to go if you want to pay for it you can you can contribute <laughs> at crazycoolfamily.com and tag it 30 years <laughs> yeah you can just put something in the notes there that you, you can send us a check and we'll send you an address whatever so um so uh, we're kidding you don't yes, have to pay for yes, our vacation no we're uh, but uh, if you do ever want to contribute to Crazy Cool Family, if you like what we're doing and you want to help us bless more parents, you can go to crazycoolfamily.com and there's a donate button. You can always do that for a monthly or a uh, one-time gift. So that is true, but you don't have to pay for our vacation. <laughs> we'll, we'll pay for that. Um, but we are going to celebrate our 30 years of marriage. God has blessed us with a great relationship and a great family, and we're looking forward to more. You know, we're looking forward to, to more family. Is, to, to, no, to more marriage. <laughs> And, and what happens? More family, in, yeah, too. Yeah. Spouses, grandbabies. Yeah, that's yes. right. We're definitely doing grandbabies. Well, for and sure. so we just pray a blessing over you as well and all of your marriages. And we just ask that the Lord unify you and that He open your eyes to the differences in each other and that He um, bless those differences and that He help you to celebrate those differences and He fill you full of gratefulness for whether it's been one year or 50 years in your marriage, that he fill you full of gratefulness in the relationship that he's given you with that unique individual here on earth. And what are you going to do to invest in your marriage right now? So make it, make do a it, make a plan. If you want to get into base camp, basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. We'll have a link in the notes for that. And 
Other than that, go invest in your marriage and may your next year of marriage, may your next week of marriage be delightful and may you uh, continue to enjoy more and more your spouse. Go be crazy parents, crazycoolfamily.com.